Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. I have been away for well a couple weeks now. <coughs> if you probably can hear I'm still wheezing. I uh first got hit with bronchitis, then COVID decided to finally visit after two years, and then my allergies. Well my sinuses got bad. So I have been very sick. Um But now I'm back, and we have a lot to talk about. But today, I specifically want to talk about House of the Dragon. I think the last time we talked about it was episodes 1 and 2, and now we are on episode 8. So this will be about episodes 3 to 8 in no particular order. I just wanted to touch on a lot of the stuff that's occurred. And, um, yeah, really just recap. So... I also am doing something different um, with my intro. You can tell me if you like it or not. I'm still kind of playing around and making my learning my way through podcasts. Everyone says, research, 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 listen to a bunch of people's, and then you get an idea, but then when it's time for you to execute it yourself, you want to make it your own, you want to do it differently, and it's not as easy as just copy-paste. Well, at least not for me. Maybe it is for some people. I, I'm envious of you, but let's get going. Some key points, because it this is not going to be in any particular order. Um, so, if you're looking for something in order, it's it's not happening. Um, I, I first want to address the whole Damon and Rhaenyra thing. There's multiple time jumps in the show. So, she starts off as a younger child, and then she ages a couple years, but it's the same actress. And she doesn't actually become a new actress until she's an adult. The whole... And I get it. And it's a meme all over TikTok, all over Instagram. You know, when you think of Jamie and Cersei, you're like, Ugh, why? Gross. It's your brother. But we don't. <laughs> no one. Everyone is shipping Rhaenyra and Damon, And it's just. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Um, it's something. And the episode where he comes back, hair's cut. He just won the war against Crab Feeder and the Stepstones, and he lays his crown down at Viserys' feet, and, you know, you're the king, I'm not the king. And then, to think you just went to war, you come back to a place you were told not to come back to, and your first thoughts are, I want my niece? Like, it just, it throws me off, because then he gives her this outfit, they go explore the, the city, he takes her to a brothel, and then attempts to bump uglies with his niece and then he can't finish or won't finish i'm not sure uh honestly the few scenes that it's shown him in action it kind of seems like he's impotent um which we later find out is not the case because him and rainier have two children and she's pregnant with a third so and i would say he's impotent for other girls but he was for either way me i would like to think his conscience kicked in and said she's a child and my niece but this is Damon, so that's not the case. Then we jump to they don't get they don't get busy. Then there's this kid who f- watches her leave, goes and reports it to Sir Otto, who then snitches to her dad that she had sex, even though she didn't have sex or she attempted to have sex, whatever the case. And then he goes to the king, tries to rat her out, and Allison finds out, which I do not like Allison in any way, shape, or form. She is a problem for me. She comes off as, like, the girl 
who did everything her parents told her to do, and now she's jealous because you got to live your life. You're not even really doing anything wrong. You're just living your life and making your own decisions, and now she hates you. So now instead of her trying to have her own identity in any capacity she can, she goes out of her way to try to make your life miserable. That's the vibes Allison gives me, and do not like her, and I dislike her more as she gets older. We'll get to that. So Allison goes to Rainier. I know that you had sex with your uncle. That's your uncle. You Targaryens are nasty. Which later she has her oldest son and daughter marry each other. So clearly you don't think it's that nasty. You know. Aegon and Helena get married. And that was fine. But Rainier and her uncle is not fine. Though they're more distant than brother and sister. But all of it is still gross. So the whole thing. Rainier beautifully just plays the I am don't know what you're talking about. There's no evidence. If anything, your dad's a piece of shit because he's the one who snitched. And why is he having people follow me? Just completely just blows by everything she did until Allison finds out from, I think his name is Larry Strong, who is also a super creep. That guy is his own serial killer in his own right. Tells her, you know, the maesters brought her some tea to fix her problem. And that's when Allison's like, okay, so she lied to me. And now I gotta find out why. So I'm gonna go ask her sworn protector, who just so happens to be the person she actually has sex with when Damon turns her down, who then later gets mad because he wants them to run away together and have their own life and get married. And she's like, no, I I want to be queen. Uh, You could stay and we could still do what we do, but I'm not leaving. So he gets really upset by this, which I can understand why he's upset. No one wants to be a side piece willingly. Or at all. thing that pisses me off is that the moment Allison questions him about what happened, he folds. Immediately folds. Like, right before that, I felt so bad for him. So I said, I would have my feelings hurt if the person that I've been protecting, and apparently other than that one scene they've shown, you know, it kind of indicates that they've still been sleeping together, then turns around and says, I'm not giving this up for you, but you could still be my side piece. And, and you know, because me and my future husband, who's gay we got an arrangement, I would be upset. Would I then immediately go snitch on you? No. Uh, it's, I would just, I would just have to take that out and move on with my life. Like, then we just won't sleep together anymore. I'll just protect you, do what I was sworn to do, because apparently that's what's the most important to him. And he immediately switches over to the greens. He immediately is on Allison's side. Speaking of her husband, they introduce Lenor and his sister, Lena. I love her. Moment she meets Damon, well, I think she met him when she was a child, but as like an adult, like, hey, you're single, I'm single, we should not be single. Disregarding the fact that he killed his wife prior to this, got accused publicly for killing his wife, and he did kill his wife so that he could be free to be with Rainier, and she she shot her shot and she got it. They end up getting married and having two kids. Damon is a shitty dad, not a surprise there. But only to his daughters. He seems very protective of Rhaenyra's sons. But completely absent and disregards his daughters. And I know that during that time frame, you know, sons have a higher status than daughters. But Viserys rides or dies for Rhaenyra. This man was about to die. Completely incoherent, half his face deteriorating. And he made sure that he got his butt out of bed and walked to that throne to say... My daughter is still queen. 
my grandson will still inherit the stepstones. Like he he made sure that when it comes to his daughter, with even though he did not believe that she wasn't a virgin anymore, to everybody else, she is a virgin. When Rainier had children with um everyone's names are escaping me today because I'm still just not all the way there. Um what is this man's name? Harwin Strong. Jesus. When she had her children, very obviously, because her, because again, jumping all over the place here. When Rainier finally, her dad, after the whole fiasco with Damon, her dad said, you're getting married, period. No one's going to want to marry you. It's going to ask a bunch of questions about what happened between you and Damon. You're getting married to Lenore, who is Princess Rainice and Corliss' son, who is gay. Perfectly fine with that. They made, they meet. Like, you know, they formally meet in a we're going to get married setting and not me because they've grown up together. And it's you do whatever you want to do to be happy and I'll do whatever I want to do to be happy. And it's just an arrangement. As far as the world, we'll show our appearances. We'll pretend we're husband and wife. But, you know, you go have fun and I will continue preparing to be queen. So I guess they did try to have children and it was unsuccessful. So she ends up starting a relationship with Harmon Strong. Which I found funny because his father, Lionel Strong, offered him up as an option for Rainier to marry in the beginning. And the king was like, you think your son's good enough? He might be the strongest knight in the kingdom, but do you think he's good enough for my daughter? Joke's on you. He is there. He is your grandson's father. All, th all three of them. Uh... Names, not even going to try. I know one is Joffrey, and I remember that specifically because Lenore wanted to marry the youngest Joffrey. They had a whole episode, which really is when I solidified I hated Alicent. Rainier had just given birth, and she's like, I want to see the baby. And at first I thought, why? Like, you would know it's a boy. It doesn't challenge your son's claim to the throne because... Rainier would still be queen. And then it clicked when I saw the baby's hair and it was not white. Because so Rainier has white hair. Lenore has white hair. Because the Valerians and Targaryens are very famously known because they have white hair. And when I saw that baby's hair was brown, at first I thought it has to be Kristen Cole's. Maybe they did continue sleeping together because it didn't show the extent of how much he switched over to Allison's side. And then... When she saw the baby, you know, she, she gave the baby that look. Viserys being Viserys is like, I don't give a shit. I have a grandson. And then she makes a comment like, you know, maybe next time the baby will be yours. Like, you'll look more like you. And I thought that was just, A, disrespectful. B, such a dig. And I said, well, you know, the baby, he's lighter skin. She's white. The baby's whiter. The baby's white. With brown hair. And then they show Damon's daughters, who he also marries. You know, he marries Lena, Lenor's sister, and their children are very clearly black children with white hair. I said, okay, so yeah, that's definitely not. Those ain't his babies. I try to give him the benefit of the doubt, but that's not his babies. And and he knows that. He's aware of the arrangement. And then they show Harwin Strong and how tender he is with the kids, and it clicked that those are his babies. So this whole time, all of this could have been avoided had Rainier actually just married him and still had her sons. Because the remainder of the episodes, 
whenever her sons get brought up, it's the fact that they're bastards because everyone knows that that's not Lenore's kids. And she, and again, Allison's that girl who did everything her parents told her to do and it didn't go her way and she's living a miserable life. Even the scene with Rainier and Damon possibly having sex or attempting to, they switch over to Allison and Viserys doing it. And she just, understandably, looks miserable. They got this old man on top of you. He has skin whelps, like patches missing. They said was leprosy later on. And you, you're just doing your duty. You're home. You've already, I think, at this point have both your children or just one of the children. So you're the same age as her, taking care of your kid with your old-ass husband, being told what to do by your dad. Everyone's handling you like you have no right to your life because you don't. And then here's your former friend, now stepdaughter, just out doing whatever she wants. I can understand her jealousy, but the way she went about it was all wrong. It was, and I still don't like her and I have no respect for her. And the next episode, season, episode nine comes out tomorrow. And I already know it's going to be bad. So Lenor and Rhaenyra, it's, you know, coming to a head of everyone asking questions and her, you know, demanding he be more present and helpful. And to me, I think if he spent more time with his children, it would help. But I guess he spent all these years going out to sea, sleeping with men, doing whatever he want while Rainier played mom and wife and did all the public scrutiny from people. So their relationship finally gets to a point, and I can't remember, Lena gets is pregnant with their third child, her and Damon's third child, and Rainier's mom, Ama, had to get a C-section, and of course back then modern medicine wasn't what it is now, and she ended up dying from the C-section. So when she tried to give birth to their third child, and then Maester said, there doesn't matter what they're doing, it's not working, she might have to get a C-section, she completely opted out. She said, I'm not dying like this. I will not die here. I would rather die by my choice. So she walks herself out to her dragon, and Drakars burns her to a crisp. She dies right then and there. Her body is literally still outside on the ground the next morning for her daughters to see. And to make it fucking worse, excuse my language, after her funeral, obviously during her funeral, her parents are fucking destroyed. Her brother is mentally just broken. Amond, Allison's second child, then goes because he doesn't have a dragon. Uh, the oldest Aegon has a dragon. One of Lena's daughters has a dragon. And I think Lucaris is... One of Rhaenyra's sons and the other one, I know it's Lucaris Joffrey. I cannot remember this middle child's name. They have dragons. Aemon never had a dragon. In fact, they gave him a pig with wings and said, this is your dragon. They make fun of him. They treat him like he's different. He goes and pretty much steals Rhaegar. Flies Rhaegar to the Stepstones. Lena's daughters, who just lost their mother, the youngest who doesn't have a dragon, you would think she's going to inherit her mother's dragon. This asshole takes the dragon and is like, well, if you wanted the dragon, you should have got the dragon. Just very cocky, because now he has the biggest dragon. Um, Rhaegar was the biggest dragon. So, the f not funny, but the biggest scuffle, because it's Lena's two daughters and Rhaenyra's two daughters, start fighting Aemond. Uh, and he is whooping their ass, unfortunately. And at one point, the youngest, 
Rhaenyra's youngest son takes a knife and slices his eye out, which starts this whole, whole thing. Because, obviously, Alicent being Alicent's so dramatic, oh, my son lost his eye, and I want an eye for an eye, and now we're bringing up the fact that her sons aren't legitimate, because at this point, the Luke's already connected that Harwin Strong is his father, who, remember I said crazy, um, Lair Strong psychopath is all making? When it's brought out that there's a possibility that Rhaenyra's sons are his. It's because the boys are all dueling. Allison's boys, Rhaenyra's boys are practice dueling with Kristen Cole, who's being a little punk. I won't finish that. And is unfairly playing favorites with just Allison's boys. So Harwin's, you know, calling him out on it. You should be teaching them how to fight fair and you should be giving them all attention. And when Kristen out loud in front of people is, you know, making the assumption like, why do you care so much? You care as if they're your own children. Harwin loses it and starts beating him up, bloodying his face, which is exactly, I feel like, what Kristen wanted because now it looks bad to the point that Harwin's dad, Lionel's like, this can't, like, I'm aware that these, I can't even say it out loud, like, I'm aware of what happened, but you're drawing attention that none of us want because at this point, Lionel was hand of the king because Otto got kicked out after he had the spy spy on Rhaenyra when her and Damon were doing the do. Remember the little boy? Viserys is like, I'm not hearing this. And you know what? And then Rhaenyra's like, you know, you have your hand of the king who's clearly only worried about his grandson becoming king. That he has people following me. He needs to go. So Viserys, like I said, ride or die for his daughter, made sure he was gone. So now Allison is alone. She's probably pissed that her father's gone. And Crazy Laris was is a diehard, like, auto fan. Like, he is a stand for this man. He gets it in his head because they end up sending Harwin away to Harrenhal, which is the Strong's, I guess, family. I don't know the, the proper title for that, but it's their, like, family home. He's going to be Lord of Harrenhal. Um, Harrenhal is the big hall that is burned to a crisp because of Aegon's dragon during the unification of Westeros. So they get there, Harwin and his father, Lionel. Laris is still in King's Landing, and he gets pretty much overlooked. Kind of like, he's like Tyrion Lannister. You know how Tyrion was small, so he got treated like he wasn't important. Well, Laris has a limp. So most people kind of overlook him. His presence isn't as important to them. So him and Allison are talking, and he gets in his head that the way to help make situations better and make this quote-unquote problem go away is to make Harwin go away. So he sends people that are already sentenced to death, has their tongues cut off so they cannot speak, and goes to Harrenhal and burns it down literally probably that night that they got back to Harrenhal, killing Harwin and his dad Lionel, which then leaves the position of Hand of the King open for guess who to come back? His favorite person, Otto. So now, Otto's back as Hand of the King, which I still find so weird. There's so many other people that Viserys could have picked to be Hand of the King. Why did he bring back Otto? Never was addressed. Or if it was, I think I may have been too mad to pay attention, but I really don't think it was. So, Harwin's dead. The boys realize that that's his dad, and they're like, well, why are we here at this funeral for Lena when we should be mourning our father? And Rhaenyra's like, eh, zip, zip it. Your dad is Lenor. That's all you need to know. Actually, she more she said, 
you're a Targaryen, which is true. They're half Targaryen. That's all you need to know. You're a Targaryen. So everyone's at the funeral. Aemon just stole this dragon. He just got his eye sliced by the youngest, Rhaenyra's youngest son. They're all in the Great Hall and the Stepstones. And all hell's breaking loose. Everyone is yelling. Everyone is confused. Aemon's sitting there with his eye getting sewn up. They told him he'll never get his eye back. Allison's like, this this is unjust. An eye for an eye. There needs to be punishment for this. And Viserys is like, I want to know what happens. Why? Isn't, isn't what my son says is enough? Because, of course, Viserys is like, no. I will say, given his stupidity, he has at least always tried to be fair to everyone. So, I cannot remember the story other than Rhaenyra's sons did this. Which, two things that pissed me off. Number one, not one person checked if Lena's daughters were okay. Because they got beat up pretty bad. Face bleeding. The only people that seemed to care was Corliss and Princess Rhaenys about those little girls. They were just kind of like collateral, thrown in the background. No one cared because, again, they're girls. So they're not as important in this, you know, the mindset of these people. Allison demands that she gets Luke's eye. And Rainier is not having it. She is a mama bear, but I think she's a mama bear done right. Because Allison isn't her own way as a mama bear. But her kids are assholes. Her oldest Aegon is a predator. Well, well, that's the nicest word for it. You can even tell during the funeral, his whole thing was getting drunk and ogling the servants so much that they felt uncomfortable, which later on solidifies that he's a predator because he ends up attacking one of the other servants. And Allison completely is just like, well, I understand, but no one's going to believe you. So drink this tea to make sure you know you're not pregnant and uh, never speak of this again. And then she goes and yells at him. And you could tell by the whole interaction that this is not the first time that he's attacked someone. He's sick. This is the one who's married to his sister. And then Amon's just sitting there smug. And the king asks him a question about the boys. About if they're bastards or not. Some, along those lines. And he asks a- Amon, how do you, where'd you hear this? Where are you hearing these things about? you know, your nephews, because they're Rainier's little brothers. Well, he looks at his mom. Allison looks shook. Viserys looks at Allison, and then Amon goes, Aegon. And now Viserys goes, why would you even say that? And Aegon, being his weird, creepy little predator self, is, well, everyone knows, look at them. Which then causes a bigger uprising, because as far as Corliss is concerned... Those boys are his his sons, quote-unquote. Those are his grandsons, so he's going to protect his. He is aware that those are not his grandsons. But as far as he's concerned, it is the name, not so much the blood. They have the last name, Valerion. That's all he cares about. Whereas Rhaenys is like, we. that's not... She's. They're not his kids. Those are not my grandkids. Those are my little cousin's kids, but those aren't my grandkids. So Viserys makes them all apologize. Well, he tells them all to apologize and said, we're done with this. 
Allison's still not having it. She grabs his knife. This is the same one that's used to kill the Night King, by the way. She And the one that has the prophecy of the prince that was promised when it's heated up. The one that's passed down to every rule, Targaryen ruler for generations so that they can prepare for the long night. Yeah, she grabs that and charges at Luke. And Rhaenyra steps in the way and t calls her out. You're just upset. And now everyone sees who you really are. This goody, two-shoes, nice, malevolent queen facade that you've put on, but I know the truth that you're actually a vindictive witch. Everyone sees that. So Allison grabs the knife, like she pulls it away and slices Rainier's arm in front of everyone. It is a whole thing. It's, it's bad. She looks crazy. Her dad's even telling her to put the knife down and he's the most conniving one of all and it's not looking good for Alicent in the slightest. So the king's not talking to Alicent. Obviously, she just sliced up the daughter. Rainier's arm is getting stitched up and here comes Lenor. After all of this, this man's not here for all of this. He's off with his current lover getting drunk. And he says he wants to go to war. And she tells him, no. Actually, tells this happens prior. She's telling him no. But she tells him, like, you need to be present. Okay? People are asking questions. I've let you do whatever you wanted to do all these years we've been married. And now your sons need you. So you need to be here. And he's so, and he's like, I agree. I'm going to leave this behind me. I'm going to not think of traveling. I'm going to be here. The previous conversation was her telling me he needs to be there. But now she's like, you know what? Uh, you can be free. Like, you're unhappy. This whole thing's a mess. Let's just move on with our lives. Rainier and Damon and Lenor formulate a plan. They're going to fake Lenor's death. He's going to shave his head. He's going to get on the boat to Essos with his lover. And everyone's going to think he was actually got into a fight with his lover his lover killed him they're gone because that's the only way Rhaenyra and Daemon can marry because Rhaenyra has come to terms with the fact that she can't win this fight against the Greens without Daemon and they can't get married if Laenor's still alive so it's a win for Rhaenyra and Daemon and it's a win for Laenor but for the rest of the kingdom they're gonna believe that they had that Rainier and Damon had him killed so they could get married and they were okay with that. But they knew that they'd also be making an enemy of Princess Rainies, who would be the main one to believe it. So they succeeded, and he has never, as far as I know, seen or heard from again. So he got to be free. He actually got to be free and live his life with his lover in a place where no one knew his name, where he could just be himself, and I'm honestly happy for him. And during the same time that Aemon was stealing Rhaegar. Rhaenyra and Daemon were getting cozy on the beach. So they've already kind of reconnected after all these years because after the whole incident with them at the brothel or the pleasure house, um, they really weren't on speaking terms. And when they was, Rhaenyra was mostly like pissed. Like the next time I think they talked to each other was actually at her wedding with Laenor where his lover comes and... She tells him straight out, like, I don't understand how people did not hear this conversation. She's like, if you're so upset about it, why don't you marry me? Why don't I be your wife? You want to be queen. I mean, you want to be king. I, I, I want to be with you. So let's do it. 
And somehow, during the Smiths, it was kind of confusing. Lenore's lover says something to Kristen Cole, and this is after Rainier tells him, you can be my side piece, and he literally beats this man's face in, like beats him to death. It wasn't at their wedding, it was at their kind of like rehearsal dinner with all the families coming together. Like, yep, we'll get into that. So... This is after Damon kills his wife. This is during the rehearsal dinner. This is after Rainier tells Kristen Cole that, you know, they can be side pieces. And everyone, and this is after Allison learns the truth that Rainier slept with Kristen Cole. So there's so much crap happening at this point. So much. And... Rainier tells Damon, you know, you're not allowed to be upset. You had your chance. You didn't want me. If you want me, take me. Lenore's lover says something to Kristen Cole along the effects of protect him. Like, we need to protect the people we care about. Something. It was kind of confusing, but Kristen Cole ends up beating his face in. Literally beats his man to death in the window of the rehearsal dinner. To the point that almost like a mini little riot breaks out. And Harwin Strong is the one who has to go save Rainiera. And bring her back to her father. On top of that, Allison is late. And when she shows up, she's wearing green, which is the high tower color. Which Laris points out to Harwin that that's the color that they wear to signify that they're going to war. So she shows up late and just nonchalant, non-caring. Damon's wife, who he just killed, her cousin, shows up and publicly accuses him. Well, at least in front of like the king and stuff and Lionel that he killed his wife to which Damon responds you have no proof and this is treason for these accusations but since I am her husband and we had no heirs I now inherit what she owns and the way it seemed is that the cousin and his wife currently live in the house that his deceased wife lived in so he was coming to claim it all of this is happening and it happened so quickly and it was so bad that they ended up getting married after this. Blood still on the floor. After all of the events of this happening, they end up getting married afterwards in a private ceremony. And I believe the king passes out. Like his leprosy is getting worse. So that, and like w- during these time jumps, you can see Viserys is visibly, he's aging, he's slouching, he can't walk as much. He has the patches on his skin, his his mouth is deteriorating he loses his eye the last dinner he has with his family before he dies he is just like a big gaping hole in his face it's him allison Kristen, cole damon rainier rainier's sons allison's sons lena's sons to which lena's two daughters are going to marry raynor's two daughters and allison's daughter and everyone's being on their best behavior and Otto, because he's the king, hand of the king again. And they're all being on their best behavior in front of Viserys. He obviously can't sit there anymore. They take him back to his chambers, and then all hell breaks loose. Another time jump. The kids are like teenagers now. Aegon makes a inappropriate comment to Luke's future wife slash Lena's daughter. I will get their names right next time. Um, which then pisses off Luke. And then while they're bringing out food, they put a pig in front of Amond, 
And like I said before, Eamon couldn't get a dragon before, so they put wings on a pig. So the littlest, Rainier's littlest, giggles. And Eamon gets pissed. So he makes comments about how they're big strapping boys. And, you know, they're older and they're about to inherit. One's going to inherit the stepping stones and one's going to be king when his mom dies. And it's an offense to call them boys. You know, they're not boys. They're, they're men now. And they're all about to start fighting. And, of course, it gets broken up. Damon, who is a mirror. Eamon is a mirror of Damon. They have that very cool, dangerous feel about them, and they give each other the looksies, and they all break apart. And Allison and Rainier, you know, they kind of make peace. Like, it's like a passive peace. Like, I don't want any problems with you. You don't want any problems with me. Let's just stay out of each other's way. Well, that's all going to change because that night, Viserys dies, and he thinks that Allison, who's taking care of him, is Rainier, and he brings up the prophecy of the prince that is promised that was told by Aegon was also their first son's name, which is why I never understand why they always name their kids after each other. She misinterprets the fact that Aegon the Conqueror was the one who should sit on the Iron Throne, the one who could save us, and thinks he means her son Aegon is the one who should be king. So when he dies, her and her dad, this is going to be in the next episode, con they conspire a plot to pretty much depose Rainier and put Aegon. Who doesn't want to be king? He's expressed this multiple times. Every time his mom's like, if you don't become king, your sister will have you killed to make sure you can never become king. Which is actually in the books how they get him to agree to it. Because he's like, I don't want to be king. Because he has children. His wife's sister is pregnant. And they have children. And she's like, she's going to kill you. Your sister Rainier is going to come and kill you, your wife, and your kids if you don't become king. Which is how they get him to become king. The whole thing is just going to be a mess. There's only two episodes left. And I knew when we got to like episode 7 and Viserys was still alive because all of this kicks off at his death that we were not going to actually see the Dance of the Dragons begin until season 2. And that's fine. Because the whole time I'm like, is he dead yet? He's not dead yet. If he's not dead yet, the story's not going to move along. Well, he's dead now. And tomorrow night is going to be the new episode. And we're going to break that down in two weeks. So that will be for the season finale for the last two episodes, which will set us up for season two. And yeah, that's a lot. It's all over the place. All right, everybody. So that's our episode. Um, we actually are on Spotify and Apple Music now. And on our Facebook page, there's a link to the website where you can listen to all the episodes. Uh, also send me a message or drop me a comment on Facebook if there's any topic you'd like me to talk about for future episodes. I was really, really happy to be back. Hopefully I can be back on the schedule that I planned, which is bi-weekly on Fridays. This one's going to get released on today, on Saturday. Um, yesterday was a crazy day, and I didn't want to rush through the podcast. So, And we're also available on YouTube for those of you who listen to podcasts on YouTube. So I appreciate you even giving this a chance. I know there are probably dozens of better podcasts out there. I'm still very new to this, but I enjoy sharing my passions with people and I will continue whether people listen or not. So if you like it, give the Facebook a like, listen on Spotify, Apple Music, check out the website, and I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye!